ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد so last time then we were on the fourth section which was cursing time and the likes and we spoke about how some of the mushrikun they used to curse time and they used to say that nothing brings our destruction other than time time passes by and destroys us so it is mentioned in the quran regarding them and they say that it is nothing other than this worldly life. We die and we live and nothing destroys us except time. And they do not have knowledge regarding that. They are only upon their thoughts, their suspicions. So they used to say that, or the mushrikun, they say that, that it's just time that destroys us. We live, we die, we go into the earth, we become soil, rot away. All of this just occurs by the passing of time. La yufnina illa mururul layali wal ayyam fanasabul ihlak ila dahr ala sabil dhammilah. So they would say nothing finishes us off except the passing of the nights and the days except the passing of the nights and the days and so they attributed death to time in a manner of criticism upon time that time destroys us time goes by days and nights and it as a consequence ends up killing us so they were saying that as a means of criticism upon time. وَإِنَّمَا قَالُوا هَذَا الْقَوْلِ عَنْ جَهْلٍ And they made this statement of theirs upon ignorance and guesswork. لَا عَنْ عِلْمٍ وَبُرْهَانٍ Not upon any knowledge and proof. This claim of theirs that time is the thing that destroys us. It was only upon their guesswork, upon their ignorance. It was not upon any knowledge or proof. Because the actual evidence and the proof, it invalidates this claim of theirs, nullifies, rejects and rebukes and refutes this claim of theirs. وَلِهَذَا رَدَّ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ بِقَوْلِهِ And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
refuted this claim of theirs with his statement, وَمَا لَهُمْ بِذَٰلِكَ مِنْ عِلْمٍ إِنْهُمْ إِلَّا يَظُنُّونَ They do not have any knowledge regarding that. It is only their suspicion and their thoughts and their guesswork on that. وَكُلُّ قَوْلٍ لَا يَنْبَنِي عَلَىٰ عِلْمٍ وَبُرْهَانٍ فَهُوَ قَوْلٌ بَاطِلٌ مَرْدُودٍ And every statement, whatever it might be, if it is not built upon knowledge and evidence, then it will be a false statement that is rejected. So that we mentioned last time. Also, we touched upon the issue of the wind. Regarding the wind and how they used to curse the wind the time and the wind. وَمِنْ جِنْسِ مَسَبَّةِ الدَّهْرِ مَسَبَّةُ الرِّيحِ From the same category, from the same type of abuse and cursing is the cursing of the wind. So they cursed time, saying time kills us, time destroys us, and they also cursed the wind. وَقَدْ وَرَدَ النَّهِي عَنْهَا فِي الْحَدِيثِ الَّذِي رَوَاهُ التِّرْمِذِي وَصَحَّهَهُ عَنَبِي إِبْنْ كَعَبِ أَنْ عُبَيْ إِبْنْ كَعَبِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ أَنَّ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا تسب الريح Do not curse the wind. Do not curse the wind. فَإِذَا رَأَيْتُمْ مَا تَكْرَهُونَ And so if you experience or see that which you do not like, فَقُولُوا Then say, اللَّهُمَّ إِنَّا نَسْأَلُكَ مِنْ خَيْرِ هَذِهِ الرِّيحِ وَخَيْرِ مَا فِيهَا وَخَيْرِ مَا أُمِرَتْ بِهِ وَنَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْ شَرِّ هَذِهِ الرِّيحِ وَشَرِّ مَا فِيهَا وَشَرِّ مَا أُمِرَتْ بِهِ That do not curse the wind. And if you see something that you dislike of it, then say, O oh Allah, we ask you of the goodness of this wind and the goodness of what is with and the goodness of what it has been commanded with. And we seek refuge in you from the evil of this wind and the evil that is within it and the evil that it was commanded with. وَذَلِكَ لِأَنَّ الرِّيحِ إِنَّمَا تَهَبُّ بِأَمْرِ اللَّهِ وَتَدْبِيرِهِ And that's because the wind, it only... Uh, moves and has that force and motion and movement by the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by the control of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the wind blows as it blows because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is the one who created it and he is the one who commanded it. فَمَسَبَّتُهَا مَسَبَّةً لِلْفَاعِلِ 
So cursing it is in reality cursing the one who created it. Cursing it is in reality the one or cursing the one who created it or the one who creates what occurs with it. The one who commands it to blow as it blows and does what it does. You are then essentially cursing Allah by cursing the wind. The wind doesn't do anything itself. The wind doesn't do anything itself. It is created by Allah and commanded by Allah to do what it does and to blow as it blows. So by cursing the wind, in reality, you are cursing the creator of that wind and the one who commands it. وَهُوَ Allah subhanahu كَمَا تَقَدَّمَ فِي سَبِّ الدَّهْرِ Just like exactly the same as what was mentioned about cursing time. لِأَنَّ سَبَّ الرِّيحِ وَسَبَّ الدَّهْرِ يَرْجِعَانِ إِلَى مَسَبَّةِ الْخَالِقِ الَّذِي دَبَّرَ هَذِهِ الْكَائِنَاتِ Because cursing the wind and cursing time, both of those they return back to the cursing of the creator of the, the creator who controls all of these creations. Cursing time, cursing the wind, then in reality your curse returns back upon or is in reality directed to the one who created that time and created the wind and controls everything that happens therein. ثُمَّ أَرْشَدَهُمْ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ عِنْدَمَا يَرَوْنَ مَا يَكْرَهُونَ مِمَّا يَأْتِي مَعَ الرِّيحِ بِأَنْ يَتَوَجَّهُوا إِلَى خَالِقِهَا وَآمِرِهَا The Prophet وسلم, then guided us that when we see something we dislike from the wind, from that which it brings with it, strong winds and what occurs, etc. If we see something we dislike from the affair of the wind and what happens with the wind, then we are to return back and direct ourselves back to its creator and the one who commands it. لِيَسْأَلُوهُ مِنْ خَيْرِهَا وَخَيْرِ مَا فِيهَا So that we, or they, the people, يعني, they return back to Allah and they ask Allah for the goodness of what is in the wind, the goodness of it and the goodness of what is from it. وَيَسْتَعِيذُوا مِنْ شَرِّهَا وَشَرِّ مَا فِيهَا And so that we seek refuge in Allah. Seek protection in Allah from the evil of it and the evil of what is within it. فَمَا اسْتُجْلِبَتْ نِعْمَةٍ إِلَّا بِطَاعَةِ اللَّهِ وَشُكْرِهِ No blessing is ever brought, no blessing is ever achieved except by obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and by thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَلَسْتُدْفِعَتْ نِقْمَةٍ إِلَّا بِالْإِلْتِجَاءِ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَالْإِسْتِعَاذَ بِهِ And neither has any calamity been pushed away 
No, any calamity that has been removed except by returning back to Allah and seeking refuge in Allah and uh, seeking shelter with Allah. But as for what they do in cursing these creations, cursing time, cursing the wind, then there are several different aspects of corruption within that. From that, Firstly, you are cursing something which is not in of itself capable or the correct entity of any sort to be cursed. Time is nothing in of itself to be cursed. Wind is nothing in of itself to be cursed. They are not the entities in of themselves to be cursed. They are not deserving to be cursed. Because they are just creations of Allah that are controlled and commanded. Secondly, that cursing these things incorporates within it shirk. Cursing the wind, cursing time, incorporates within that shirk. فَإِنَّهُ إِنَّمَا سَبَّهَا لِظَنِّهِ أَنَّهَا تَذُرُّ وَتَنْفَعُ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ Because the person who curses time or curses the wind is doing so based upon his thinking that they, time or the wind, are bringing harm or good. He's cursing them and attributing the curse to them, thinking the wind or the time have the impact upon affairs that they are doing things. And by believing that type of thing, you are committing shirk. Because clearly it is not time or the wind that has any control over anything. It is purely only Allah who has control over the affairs. So that is a form of shirk which is occurring from the person. And the third corruption which occurs is that the curse the abuse or the curse in reality it befalls the one who did these actions who commanded these actions upon the time of the wind created them and created what they do the curse in reality falls back upon the creator of the wind and the time and that is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one who is controlling the affairs and decreeing the affairs not that the wind is doing anything or that time is doing anything وَإِذَا قَالَ الْعَبْدُ عِنْدَ هُبُوبِ الرِّيحِ مَا أَرْشَدَهُ إِلَيْهِ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ بِقَوْلِهِ And if a servant was to say when the blowing of the wind occurs, as the Prophet ﷺ said, 
إذا رأيتم ما تكرهون فقولوا اللهم إنا نسألك من خير هذه الريح وخير ما فيها وخير ما أمرت به ونعوذ بك من شر هذه الريح وشر ما فيها وشر ما أمرت به فقد لجأ إلى الله خالق الريح ومدبرها ومصرفها وهذا هو التوحيد والاعتقاد السليم الذي يخالف اعتقاد الجاهلية So if the servant was to say what the Prophet ﷺ directed us to saying regarding the wind and when the wind blows and uh, it blows with force perhaps on times that when you see something you dislike then say Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri hadhi al-rih that oh Allah we ask you from the goodness of this wind and the goodness of what is within it and what it has been commanded with and we seek refuge in you from the evil of the wind and the evil of what is within it and the evil of what it was commanded with. So then the one who makes this dua, you have sought refuge in Allah, the creator of the wind, the one who controls the wind and determines what the wind does. So that is the reality of the tawheed and the sound aqidah, to return back to the creator of the creation and to seek your refuge in the creator of this creation and not to be associating and cursing the creation itself. وَهَكَذَا يَكُونُ الْمُسْلِمُ دَائِمًا وَأَبَدًا مَعَ الْأَحْدَاءِ يُرْجِعُهَا إِلَى خَالِقِهَا And this is how a Muslim should always be in all of the occurrences and circumstances. This is how the Muslim should be in all of the affairs that happen. That يُرْجِعُهَا إِلَىٰ خَالِقِهَا That you always return back the affairs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever the affair may be, whatever the, the situation may be, in all of the ahdath, you return it back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَيَسْأَلُهُ مِنْ خَيْرِهَا وَيَنْفَعَ وَأَنْ يَدْفَعَ عَنْهُ شَرَّهَا And you ask Allah for the goodness of the affair and to remove from you the evil of an affair. وَلَا يُلْقِي بِاللَّوْمِ عَلَيْهَا وَيَصُبُّهَا وَيُفَسِّرُهَا بِغَيْرِ تَفْسِيرِهَا الصَّحِيحِ And you do not fall upon it with accusations. You do not start casting accusations and blameworthiness against it, uh, 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 cursing it and explaining it in a manner which is not the correct explanation of it regarding the wind or regarding time. So, then the Shaykh says, وَلْيَعْلَمْ أَنَّمَا أَصَابَهُ مِنْ هَذِي الْأَحْدَاثِ مِمَّا يَكْرَهُ إنما هو بتقدير من الله وتسليط لها عليه بسبب ذنوبه. That a person should know whatever occurs to him from these occurrences, from that which he dislikes, then it is only by the decree of Allah that those affairs have overcome him due to his own sinning. That if these affairs they overcome you by the decree of Allah, then it is due to the sinning of that person or that people. 
As Allah said in the Quran, وَمَا أَصَابَكُمْ مِنْ مُصِيبَةٍ فَبِمَا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِيكُمْ وَيَعْفُوا عَنْ كَثِيرٍ That whatever overcomes you or afflicts you from calamity, then because of what your own hands have earned, because of what your own hands have earned, and Allah pardons upon many or a lot. Similarly, there are other ayat in the Quran that speak about time and they speak about the wind. But all of that returns back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فالأمر كله راجع إلى الله فالواجب حمده في الحالتين حالة السراء وحالة الضراء وحسن الظن به والرجوع إليه بالتوبة والإنابة. So in any circumstance, whether it is goodness in that situation or some bad coming to you from that situation, in all circumstances, you have the good thoughts of your Lord, the good thoughts of your Lord, and you return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repenting, in making your tawbah, in uh, uh, submitting to your Lord. As Allah mentioned in the Qur'an, وَبَلَوْنَاهُمْ بِالْحَسَنَاتِ وَسَيِّئَاتِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ That we test them with good and with bad so that they may perhaps return. That they return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah tests the people with good and with bad. You may be tested with goodness, blessings that you are given to see whether you will be grateful upon those blessings and thankful and obedient to Allah. And you may be tested with difficulties and hardship to see whether you will be patient during those times of tests and trials. هذا هو التفسير الصحيح لمجريات الأحداث. This is the correct explanation for the events and the occurrences that happen. فالمؤمن يعلم أنما أصابه مما يكره إنما هو بسبب ذنوبه فيلقي باللوم على نفسه. That believer he understands that whatever afflicts him from that which he dislikes it is because of his own sins. So he needs to put that blameworthiness upon himself. لا على الدهر not upon time ولا على الريح not upon the wind فيتوب إلى الله so he repents to Allah والكافر والفاسق والجاهل يلقي باللوم على هذه المخلوقات ولا يحاسب نفسه ولا يتوب من ذنبه as for the disbelievers the wrongdoers the ignorant they put the blameworthiness upon these creations and they do not hold themselves accountable and they do not repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from their sins. It's mentioned in some poetry, Ya Dehru Weihaka Ma Abqayta Li Ahada إِذْ أَنْتَ وَالِدُ سَوْءٍ تَأْكُلُ الْوَلَدَا This year you see they say, O time, woe be to you, you have not left anyone for me. 
you are the producer of olive oil and you uh, eat the child, meaning that time has caused destruction for him, he's saying. وَقَالَ آخر قُبْحًا لِوَجْهِكَ يَا زَمَانُ فَإِنَّهُ وُجْهٌ لَهُ فِي كُلِّ قُبْحٍ بُرْقُعُ That قُبْحًا لِوَجْهِكَ May you be disfigured your face. What do they say in the translation of the poem? May you be disfigured your face, O time, for indeed your face, it has all ugliness in it. They didn't translate the poem? Nobody has the poem? So, قُبْحًا لِوَجْهِكَ يَا زَمَانِ It's a curse that the, the, the disfigurement, may disfigurement be upon your face, O time, that indeed upon your face is all of the types of disfigurement. So it is a criticism again against time. It is a, an abuse and a curse against time that all of the ugliness is that upon your face. So the Sheikh says it is not time and it is not the wind or any of the creations that you curse. Uh, rather, if you see something you dislike, you make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you seek refuge in Allah from any harm. Then after that, saying, if only, if only this and if only that. If only this and if only that. Min al-alfaz. And remember, all of these are talking about types of minor shirk. Wa min al-alfaz illati la yambaghi talaffuhu biha li'annaha tukhillu bil'aqidah wa qad warada al-nahi anha bi-khususiha kalimat law fi ba'd al-maqamat. And from amongst the words which is not correct to pronounce and to say, because these words, they detract from your aqidah, they cause a deficiency in your aqidah, and there is a prohibition specifically about them, is an example, the word low in certain situations. To say, if only, if only this, and if only I'd done that, and if only this hadn't happened, to say, if only this, if only that. Sometimes in some circumstances that is considered as a type of shirk. وَذَلِكَ عِنْدَمَا يَقَعُ الْإِنسَانُ فِي مَكْرُوهُ أَوْ تُصِيبُهُ مُصِيبَةٌ And that situation is when a person falls into some difficulty, some, something bad, then or something afflicts him, and then he says, if only. If only I hadn't gone that road today, I wouldn't have crashed my car. I should have gone the other way, if only. If only I hadn't uh, spent my money on something, then I would have been able to do this today now and got this or that. If only, if only this, if only that. If only I hadn't gone out, then this wouldn't have happened. If only I hadn't uh, done this or that. Something bad happens and you start saying, if only, if only this and if only that. So in those circumstances, it is incorrect. 
فَإِنَّهُ لَا يَقُولُ The person is not supposed to say لَوْ أَنِّي فَعَلْتُ كَذَا مَا حَصَلَ عَلَيَّ هَذَا That if only I hadn't done such and such then such and such wouldn't have happened to me. If only I hadn't gone on that road then the accident would have, wouldn't have happened. I should have gone on the other road. You cannot make these kinds of comments. أو, or the other thing too. لَوْ أَنِّي لَمْ أَفْعَلْ لَمْ يَحْصُلْ كَذَا If I hadn't done something, if I hadn't done such and such, then this other thing wouldn't have happened. And of course, you do not know. You do not know if this happened, what would have happened, and if that hadn't happened, what would have happened. You don't know. You don't know that for a start anyway. But then on top of that, لِمَا فِي ذَلِكَ مِنَ الْإِشْعَارِ بِعَدَمِ الصَّبْرِ Because of what is within that statement of yours which depicts or indicates a lack of patience. It indicates a lack of patience from a person. Something bad happened, you didn't want to happen. So you start saying, if only I'd done this instead and if only I'd done that instead, then this wouldn't have happened indicates your lack of patience upon the decree of Allah. It's happened now, it's happened. Then be patient upon the decree of Allah and see what you can do now. But the people instead, if only this then, and if only he hadn't said that, and if only uh, him this, and if only him that, making those kinds of comments is impermissible. It indicates your lack of patience upon the decree and what's occurred. وَالتَّأَسُّفْ عَلَى مَا فَاتَ مِمَّا لَا يُمْكِنِ and also it indicates your, your state of loss and your state of sorrow at losing something which you cannot gain. It's gone. It's happened what's happened. You can't recover that situation now. So it indicates your lack of patience. It indicates a type of depression from you over something you can't change now. وَلِمَا يُشْعِرْ بِهِ هَذَا مِنْ ضَعْفِ الْإِيمَانِ بِالْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدْرِ And similarly because that statement, if only this and if only that, it indicates a lack of uh, your iman or a weakness in your iman upon the decree of Allah. A weakness in your iman in understanding the decree of Allah, being content with the decree of Allah that this is how it was decreed, then it's happened. وَلِمَا فِي ذَلِكَ مِنْ إِلَامِ النَّفْسِ وَتَسْلِيطِ الشَّيْطَانِ عَلَى الْإِنسَانِ بِالْوَصْآوِسِ وَالْهُمُونِ And also, and also, because you are hurting yourself, إِلَامُ النَّفْسِ You're harming yourself, hurting yourself. If only I'd done this, if only I'd done that. And you're harming yourself by keep thinking in that way. And your mind becomes agitated and your heart becomes agitated. If only I hadn't done that, if only I hadn't gone that way. And you spend all your time and your mind blowing up. If only, if only. You're harming yourself. nafs. You're hurting yourself and harming yourself with that type of thought all the time. If only, if only. There is no if only. It's happened as it's happened now. The decree was as it was. No, if only now. Now if you sit there, if only, if only, you're only harming yourself. You're harming your mind, you're harming your heart. If only, if only. There is no if only now. And similarly, تَسْلِيطُ الشَّيْطَانِ عَلَى الْإِنسَانِ بِالْوَسَاوِسِ 
والهموم and you allow the shaytan to come upon you with whisperings then whisperings of the shaytan they come upon you and the uh, worries and concerns consume you how does the shaytan overcome you with whispers in that situation because then you start making up all types of scenarios if only i hadn't gone that way then I would have been okay, my car would have been okay, my insurance wouldn't have gone up, this wouldn't have happened, that wouldn't have happened, all these whispers from the shaitan. Look what, it, you would have been okay, and this would have been okay, and that, look at you now, and all these whisperings of the shaitan. then, you're opening up the door to all of that, when you start sitting there, if only I'd done this, if only I'd gone the other way, then I wouldn't have crashed. And then the shaitan whispers and whispers, yeah, if only, and then your car would have been okay, and if only you did that, then the insurance wouldn't have gone up. And if only you did that, then all these other bad things wouldn't have happened and you wouldn't have had to pay and all these whispers then come to you. And none of that is true. None of it is true. You've gone that way, it was decreed and you crashed and that's it. Gone, it's happened. There is no afterwards, if only this, if only that. So it harms yourself to think in that way, harms your mind and also opens up the door to the shaitan afflicting you and harming you. And that's in fact exactly what it says in the hadith regarding law. فَإِنْ أَصَابَكَ شَيْءٍ فَلَا تَقُلْ لَوْ أَنِّي فَعَلْتُ كَذَا وَكَذَا لَكَانَ كَذَا وَكَذَا That if you, or if something afflicts you, then don't say, if only I'd done such and such, then it would have been such and such different. فَإِنَّ لَوْ تَفْتَحُ عَمَلَ الشَّيْطَانِ Because indeed saying low, if only this, if only that, opens up the door to shaitan. Opens up the door to shaitan. وَقَدْ نَعْمْ وَالْوَاجِبَ عَدَ نُزُولِ الْمَصَائِبِ التَّسْلِيمِ لِلْقَدْرِ وَالصَّبْرِ عَلَى مَا أَصَابَ الْإِنسَانِ and what is obligatory, what is binding upon a person after some calamity occurs, is to submit to it and to be patient upon the decree of Allah. To submit to the decree of Allah, this is what Allah has decreed, it's happening now. To submit to that, to be patient upon that, uh, and to be patient upon what has overcome a person. And ma'a. Being patient upon the decree, submitting to the decree, being patient upon the decree, keeping your tawakkul in Allah, you do all of that, but also alongside all of that, with your patience and your submission to the decree of Allah and keeping your trust in Allah, on top of that, you still do the necessary actions, you take the means of bringing goodness to yourself and you take the means that Allah has provided you from keeping harm and evil away from yourself. You still take the necessary means to bring goodness to yourself and you take the necessary means to keep harm away from yourself. You take the means. 
And so now this example fits exactly with all of the talk these days about the coronavirus. What the Muslims have done in various countries now in limiting the times of the mosques in certain areas, closing them for the time being. All of these affairs, they return back to this point. You submit to the decree of Allah, you are patient upon what is occurring. It is the decree of Allah. You keep your trust in Allah, make your dua, etc. But you also alongside that, don't neglect the means Allah has given you. You take the necessary means to bring goodness to yourself. And you take the necessary means to keep harm away from yourself. So, closing Umrah, for example, is exactly in line with that. Right now, to close visas and entry and flights, as many of the countries are doing, it is from this. It is from this means of bringing the goodness and keeping the evil away. Even this issue of shaking of the hands that the Mufti mentioned. When giving salam in the time of the coronavirus and the spread everywhere, it is enough to give the verbal salam upon a person without having to do the handshake. It's not obligatory anyway. It's not a wajib, like you're leaving a wajib. He said it's okay to give the verbal salam because again, this is from the means of al-wiqaya min al-sharq. You're taking the necessary means to keep away from the evil. You're taking the means. Because it is known from the means of the spread of a virus is through the, as they assume, the droplets, the handshakes, the contact, etc., all these things. So now to prevent that type of thing is from the means of protection, which is something the Muslim does. And that doesn't negate your tawakkul in Allah. It doesn't negate if somebody says, no, you should carry on shaking hands. Have your tawakkul in Allah. Of course, you have your tawakkul in Allah, but you take the means which are going to help you with goodness and keep away harm. And right now it is established medically and with all of the scientists and everything, Muslim, non-Muslim, that viruses, one of their means of spread is through the physical contact and the sweat and the, the droplets and all these types of things. So to say, let's stick to just the the obligation, of course, you give the salams upon the people, but to leave aside the physical handshake for the moment due to this affair and the spreading of the virus, then that's perfectly good. That doesn't negate your tawakkul upon Allah. You have your tawakkul and you take the necessary means. And that's all that is. Then he says, the shaykh, وَقَدْ ذَمَّ اللَّهِ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا هَذِهِ الْكَلِمَةِ عِنْدَ الْمُصِيبَةِ in the battle of Uhud, when the situation occurred as it occurred, as we know, the archers came down from their assigned location and as a consequence, the kuffar came back around again and attacked again and many of the Muslims were killed. So then it mentions in Ali Imran 154, The hypocrites, they said, if we had some say in the affair, then we wouldn't have been killed like this. Saying basically, if only, if only we had some say, and if only this, and if only that, then we wouldn't have been killed like this, and this wouldn't have happened. هذه مقالة قالها بعض المنافقين يوم أحد 
لما حصل على المسلمين ما حصل من المصيبة قالوها يعارضون القدر they said that because they, it, it was a means of objecting against the decree they were objecting against the decree if only we'd done this and that then this wouldn't have happened that's what the munafiqun were saying at that time so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rebuked them for this statement of theirs rebuked them for this statement فَرَدَّ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ بِقَوْلِهِ قُلْ لَوْ كُنْتُمْ فِي بُيُوتِكُمْ لَبَرَزَ الَّذِينَ كُتِبَ عَلَيْهِمُ الْقَتْلُ إِلَى مَضَاجِعِهِمْ even if you were in your homes those whom death is written upon it would have come to you upon your beds it would have come to you there even in your homes if it was written upon you meaning do not say and you cannot say if only if only then this wouldn't have happened that wouldn't have happened how do you know you do not know what the affair is and how it will be this is the decree of allah even if you were in your homes and death was upon you it would have come to you so this was the rebuke upon them for their claim of if only this and if only that فَهَذَا قَدَرٌ مُقَدَّرٌ مِنَ اللَّهِ لَا بُدَّ أَنْ يَقَعْ وَلَا يَمْنَعْ مِنْهُ التَّحَرُّزِ فِي الْبُيُوتِ So this is the decree of Allah and there is nothing that can protect you from the decree of Allah that is going to prevent uh, the decree of Allah wherever you may be. Wherever you may be, however you may be, what is decreed by Allah, it will occur. It is not a case of if only I did this then the decree wouldn't have happened like that. It would have been some other way. That opens up the door to shirk as though you do not understand the affair of the decree and that you are not content with the decree. ثُمَّ ذَكَرَ سُبْحَانَهُ Ah, before that, وَقَوْلُ لَوْ بَعْدَ نُزُولِ الْمُصِيبَةِ لَا يُفِيدُ إِلَّا التَّحَصُّرْ وَالْحُزْنْ وَإِلَامُ النَّفْسِ وَالضَّعْفِ مع تأثيره على العقيدة من حيث إنه يوحي بعدم التسليم للقدر. So saying if only, if only this, if only that, after some calamity has occurred, then that doesn't benefit any other affair except showing your your. Uh, your uh, your state of loss that you you now feel in a state of loss and in a state of grief that you're showing your your loss and grief and uh, remorse and you're indicating your your pitiful state by saying if only if only indicating your grief and your lack of contentment and indicating the the harm and the hurt to yourself and indicating your weakness indicating your weakness and also it has an impact upon the aqeedah of a person because it indicates that you are not submitting or it seems to indicate maybe that you are not submitting to the decree of Allah. That if only it was something else, it would have changed and this and that. As though you're not submitting to the decree of Allah. That's the point then we'll have to stop on today. Insha'Allah ta'ala will resume with the rest of the section from next time. There's more of the section of low yet to come. Uh, and then 
after that section, there's a section regarding patience and the levels of patience. So inshallah ta'ala, we'll resume with that section of the chapter that's left next time. Approximately a bit earlier, or slightly late today, a bit earlier, 6.45, inshallah ta'ala. وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين